Steady Picks Radio. Welcome into Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ricky. Here with my co-host, what is happening, Michelle? What's happening, Ricky? Not too much. Today we got an all-business episode, Michelle. I'm cutting the music right down. I know we like to have a good time and joke around on the show, but all business today. All All business. I'm down for it. What I want to do is cover all of our week one NFL bets, first and foremost. But before we get into that, I thought it would be helpful for anybody who's relatively new to betting football or maybe just hasn't really dug into the ins and outs of some strategies and things like that. Um, and kind of just start there and lead that into the bets. All right. So let's start with one of your top strategies on betting in the NFL. All right. So the most important thing to understand about betting pro football is key numbers. Okay. And there's really three key numbers that you need to pay the most attention to. One of them is the most important, but all three are important. So let's start there, Michelle. All right, let's open up door number one. First key number, and the the most important one, is three. Obviously, a field goal is worth three points. A lot of games are determined by a field goal. And by a lot, let's actually get a rough percentage here because about 15% of NFL games, this is taken over a, a data sample size of 23 years from 2000 to 2023, Roughly 15% of NFL games are determined by three points, Michelle. Wow. That is the most important key number. And it's also important to know that a line move through three is the most significant because of that. You did your research. There's no notebook here. This is years and years of doing this. So door number two, the second key number. Okay. Seven, which is a touchdown and an extra point. And roughly 10% of games are determined by an outcome of exactly seven points. The third and final key number that I, I worry about or dig into is six. About 7% of NFL games are determined by six points. So what we have here, Michelle, with these three key numbers is essentially... About a third of NFL games are going to be determined by these three numbers. Okay. So the name of the game and getting into my first, you know, key betting point here is knowing that and doing your best to get on the better side of those numbers. So as we get into my picks, you'll kind of see how we do that. But the second strategy I have here, Michelle, which is, one that a lot of people laugh at here at Steady Picks. But I'm old school. Here's what I do, Michelle. I go on the apps and I screenshot all of the look-ahead lines each week. So if we're in like week one, I'm looking at the week two lines. I'm going on all the apps that have them and I'm screenshotting them. All right, what's your rule? Of th- I'm going to stop you there. What's your rule of thumb? How far in advance do you like to look? As soon as they're there. I mean... Oh, good question, actually. The best time to look at a look-ahead line to get the most accurate feel for it is right before kickoff, like right before the games kick off. So for week one, maybe like look for those week two look-ahead lines early Sunday morning. Okay. Some books will have them, some won't. But 
the reason that I actually go in and screenshot them is because you'll find a lot of like false information on the internet when you'll see articles with look ahead spots. And I know for a fact that a lot of times those numbers weren't really there. Like they're pulling them off of apps like, like odds trackers that, Mm -hmm. that, you know, there's no proof that it was physically there. So with mine, even though people laugh at it, I know for a fact that those lines were actually available. And what I do, Michelle, is after the week's over and the lines open up fresh. So like, for example, we look at the week two lines, week one ends. Now we relook at the week two lines and look for the discrepancies. Mm-hmm. And when we see a discrepancy, then you kind of dig in on, okay, is this maybe did an injury shift this line? Like try to find the reason for the move because what I find is that a lot of times it's just recency bias. Like the NFL is the king of extremes week over week. So does it make a difference uh, in time, like being in the East Coast and looking at it, you know, first thing in the morning versus maybe four o'clock in the afternoon? Have you ever noticed? No, I it? think just before kickoff. Okay. You know, just because once the games start, then it's a little bit, it can get faulty. But um, as crazy as it sounds, I, I highly recommend screenshot those look ahead lines or come back to the show and I'll share them. And we'll discuss on air, like, what's changed. We'll talk about it. We'll see if we feel it's an overreaction. Or maybe it's not. But those are my two key things. Getting in front of look-ahead spots and beating, being on the correct side of key numbers. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I feel like we should note something, Ricky. And you know this comes hard out of my mouth is giving you a compliment. But... For the newer listeners who have not been with us in the NFL season, Ricky is our number one handicapper for the NFL, by far, hands down. Um, I monitor the the Instagram over the weekend sometimes, and the DMs just flow in. What's Ricky's picks? So I'm excited. Compliments are never given, but I am excited to make a little extra money this year with you, Ricky, and... uh, yeah. I I really do appreciate that. You rarely give me my flowers. Um but yeah, I mean we're going to we're going to try and run it back again. I think what's unique about this show, Michelle, I don't have I don't have a sexy radio voice here. People aren't coming to hear me talk. They're coming for my picks. So you know? And if they saw what you were wearing, Ricky, they would not take your picks. So good thing we're behind. <laughs> Behind it's not the on mic. YouTube, thank God. <laughs> exactly. But. So let's get some picks out there. Let's start. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you the all the NFL bets right now, but one quick college pick because we were just talking about those look-ahead overreaction spots. Yep. Look, I love Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffs, what they did. It was fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. I got burned on TCU. I live bet it. I got smoked on the game, but I love Dion. I really like his kid. The dude, Travis Hunter, who plays both ways, is unbelievable. But listen, guys. Listen. This is where you got to take your football eyes, throw them out, and put your betting eyes on. The look-ahead spot on Nebraska Mm -hmm. in this game, before that, that game last week. Nebraska was an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, Michelle. Eight-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Now, we can get a plus three and a half on Nebraska because Nebraska played like shit and Colorado put on a show in front of the whole world. Yep. And don't get me wrong. I do believe that this adjustment is somewhat because Vegas and everybody else was wrong about Colorado. They, they're better than we thought, but not 10 points or whatever. Double digit wrong? No. Can't do it, Michelle. All right. Can't do it. Full unit money line for me. I know Steady Picks has a full unit at plus three and a half up. I'm on the money line because my feeling is if we're wrong, they're going to get rolled. It's not going to come down to three and a half points. So rather than laying the minus 110, I want the plus 140 money line. All right. Lock it in. Okay. Football bets. NFL. Let's start in tomorrow's game. Ricky, I need you to take a deep breath for me. I need you to really tune into these games and really give us some locks. I made the bet, so there's no thinking anymore. I'm just reading off of what I have. These are locked in, stone cold locked in bets for week one, and I don't plan to bet anything else. This is it. Ricky, you're juiced up this morning. Damn right. Shout out to 5-Hour Energy. Blueberry extra strength, Michelle. Sponsor. Need them. Sponsor, Ricky. All right, Ricky. First NFL pick. Hit me. Okay. Picks for tomorrow's game. Half unit David Montgomery to score a touchdown plus 115 points bet. Okay. The biggest thing to know with this one is that Jamal Williams, who played for the Lions last year, running back, he had like almost 20 touchdowns. His ass walked out the door and 20 touchdowns are up for grabs on the ground behind an elite Lions offensive line. David Montgomery to score a touchdown, plus 115, lock it in, Michelle. All right. He might get in twice. Okay, we're locking it in. Small side note, I bet David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs to score the first Lions touchdown individually. They were both at, like, plus 450. So just a thought, just a side one. It's not posted, but I like it. Now in terms of the spread, Michelle, people aren't going to like this. I got a Lions plus six. It's not available. So anybody listening to the show can't get it. What is it at now? It is at, let's get a, let's get an update. It's at four and a half. Wow. Five at some books, but that tells me Kelsey's not playing. I don't like to give stale lines on the show. I'm okay if Steady Picks doesn't want to post it. I have the bet stamp and the tickets proof that I got the number, but, you know, let's move past this one because it is a stale number, but I like the Lions plus six. Okay. I should have grabbed the plus seven a few days before this, and I messed up. But let's go into, like, the three real best bets. All right. Number one. Number one, we are taking the New York Giants at home, home divisional dogs against the Cowboys. We placed this show, we placed the, sorry, we placed this bet on the show last week, Michelle, mm-hmm. August 29th. But let's just take a look at how the odds have reflected over the week. No change. All right. Still can grab the plus three and a half. Um, but for me, this is just one of those spots where a home divisional dog in an opening game. I really like Brian Dable. I really like the moves the Giants made in the offseason. 
I just think they could win. 50-50 game, grab the three and a half. All right, I love it. Lock it in. I also feel like Dallas is kind of a mess right now. I feel like they're still picking up the pieces for some reason. I just get that vibe. Like, the locker room is not... Yeah, I kind of do get that vibe, too. Because I th- don't get me wrong. I think the Cowboys are, like, one of the most talented teams in the NFL. I just, kind of like you said, I just question, like, how how well-oiled the machine is over there with the people running it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I Talent's like there, though. Dak lost his boy. Pollard's in. But, like, does, do they want Pollard? Like, I don't know. I just feel. I hear you. I hear you. So, We'll lock it in I'll then, Michelle. It. I, no, I'm behind every one of your picks, and if you don't hit them, you'll hear them next week. So, I always do. Next pick. We are going with the Tennessee Titans, plus three and a half. This one we bet on the show last week. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe me, Spotify doesn't lie. Timestamps, play back the last episode. Um, we got a three and a half at minus 110. That baby's gone. It's consensusly at three. Some of the threes are even juiced. Um, Bet Rivers is hanging a plus three and a half at minus 125. So, you know, we beat it by 15 cents there. But uh, we got the hook. And this goes back to kind of like the key numbers like we discussed. Mm -hmm. If you find a game early in the week where you can get on the better side of that key number and get the hook, do it. All right. Pull the trigger, even if it's a smaller bet early. Do it, because once that hook disappears, that win becomes a push if it comes down to it. So it really will make a difference. Lock it in. Lock it in. And bet number three. Bet number three, Pittsburgh Steelers money line. Words cannot describe how sharp I feel this line is. Hate the word sharp, but look, money's pouring in on San Francisco. Or I should say tickets are pouring in on San Francisco the line has consistently moved toward Pittsburgh, which I believe they're they're catching a good amount of money from people like myself who see this as like a 50-50 game. I'd even go as far as to say I think Pittsburgh could be favored in this game at home. Um, you know, with their track record, the way they've looked, some of the uncertainty with the 49ers. Your boy, uh, Brock, how healthy is he? Eagles fucked his arm up. Like True. what, eight months ago, nine months ago? I don't Big know. balls, Brock. We'll see what he has. Big ball, Brock. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not sold. Give me Kenny P. Give me Kenny P. Money line Steelers. We got plus one twenty two. Let's just see how that aged. Real quick, Michelle. Did you lock this in last week or? Um, I did. Okay. Wow. Yep. Best number now is plus one twenty. All right. Two two cents of yeah. value. All right. So. And how many units are these? These last three bets. Okay. Every single NFL bet this week is a half unit. And that's just because I think it's always smart to tread lightly in week one. We have no data on these teams. A lot of, a lot of it is either based on speculation of what they're going to be or what they were last year. Yeah. So half unit across the board. I've got five plays. I'll be happy with a three and two, truthfully. Don't that that's another thing about the NFL season. Don't get greedy. Like, you need to prepare yourself to lose some weeks and to not win every bet. And can I wrap up the show with a thought here? Yeah, absolutely. Mike's all yours. If I could give one tip to everyone betting the NFL this season, and I mean like 
I, it's a challenge more than a tip. I want everyone to do their best to try to bet minus 110 spreads or dogs, but nothing more than a minus 110 all season. And the reason why it just goes back to, honestly, it just goes back to common sense more than anything. You need to win 53 out of every 100 bets at minus 110 odds to, to break even and make a like small profit there. It's really like 52 point something. When you start throwing in those favorites, even if it's a minus 135 on a Monday night team you love, don't do it because it's a slippery slope. And I'm telling you, it doesn't work out for the better. It doesn't work out for the better, Michelle. If you bet like a minus 115, for example, a lot of like games with a hook, two and a halfs, three and a halfs, they might be like 115 on one side. If you're going to break it and do that, try to get some value in one of your other plays at like a minus 105, you know, or if you have a dog in there. But my goal for everyone is at the, like when your plays are all said and done going into the week, the average odds across them all should be minus 110 or better. All right. And it's simple, Michelle. We're just going to try to win more than 53 of every 100. No need to overcomplicate it. No parlays. No teasers. Even the Wong teasers, for people who like those, you're, you're laying minus 120, minus 125. It's The value's gone. So that's where we're at. That's steep, Ricky. I feel like I really poured it in this episode. I don't know if it will be a good one, how this will be recepted, but I really do mean everything I'm saying, and I think it's winning advice. All right. I like it. Let's uh, wrap it up, and let's see how we do next week. Let's get it. Good luck to everybody in their first week of fantasy football and their first week of betting. Keep an eye on all the other podcasts, too. We've got... Lendell White show, which is awesome. He'll be taking on a new guest with his football picks. We got the Brady Bag show as always. Um, sporting intelligence, bunch of shows. I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple too, but check them all out. And the very last thing I got for you, one more college football play, Michelle. Sorry. One more. Let me hear it. Baylor plus seven and a half at home against Utah. Another look-ahead spot where I just don't agree. Baylor lost outright as a 20-something point favorite. Utah looked really good against Florida, but don't forget, like, there were moments, in my opinion, there were moments they didn't look so good. Um, And I think this is a huge overreaction. Plus 7.5, minus 110 points bet, half unit. All right, lock it in. All right. That's all from me. Have a great weekend, Michelle. Have a great weekend, everyone.